Hey peeps, it's me, Christine, and I want to share with you a game-changing product that has improved my sleep and daily health. So let's dive in. You all know through my journey, I have struggled with sleep, being afraid of it, not getting quality sleep, and not being able to regulate my temperature throughout the night. I definitely learned the hard way, but sleep matters big time. It's when your muscles repair, your brain detoxes, and your body can work on cellular renewal. We just can't afford to miss out on an adequate amount of high-quality sleep, which is kind of hard when you have a rare disease. There's not much that I control in this real life, but one of the easiest and most effective ways to get better sleep every single night is through temperature regulation. Studies actually prove cooler temperatures lead to a deeper, more restful sleep, and that insomniacs actually lack this natural drop in core body temperature, which is what keeps them up at night. Personally, I run hot. This means that even if my room is super cold, I wake up in a pool of sweat, uncomfortable, changing my clothes several times throughout the night. It's frustrating for obvious reasons, and this is why I was so relieved to discover this transformative products from Chili. The Cube from Chili Sleep is a system that fits right over the top of your mattress and uses water to control the temperature of your bed, which helps lower your internal temperature and triggers deeper, relaxing sleep. Since water has 30 times more thermal conductivity than air, these systems are a lot more effective than just cranking up the AC. I mean, I keep my house at 65, so it has to be true. Ever since I started using the Cube system, I've noticed I fall asleep a lot faster, sleep deeper, and wake up feeling fully rested. (laughs) Now, my wife is not a polar bear like me and likes to sleep a little bit warmer, so I love that we can each have our own temperatures on either side of the bed. Chili products can range between 55 and 115 degrees. Right now, Chili is offering my audience a really great deal. When you go to chilisleep.com backslash findyourrare20, you get 20% off the Cube All Sleep Systems with Find Your Rare 20. Sleep is something we could all use more of, and we can all take small steps towards getting better sleep to improve our life in big ways. I hope you'll check out the Chili Sleep System and see why I love their product so much. Welcome back for another episode of Because We're Strong. I'm flying solo today as we are sitting down with Autumn, who has a rare medical condition called, I'm going to say UDC, and we're going to let her tell you the very long name. Autumn is 28 years old and was diagnosed with UDC when she was a young infant. I'm Christine, so let's dive in. This is the Because We're Strong podcast, where we sit down every week to get your stories and insight on how to navigate this rare life. You can expect everything real and raw in the hopes that your story, along with ours, helps another person who is dealing with a similar rare struggle. So grab your favorite drink, a comfy blanket, and buckle in, because rare disease isn't for the faint of heart. Welcome, Autumn. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me. So the correct name is actually... I was was just going to ask you this. How the heck do you say it? (laughs) The correct name is actually... So the short acronym is UCD. Uh, It's also called urea cycle disorder, ornithine transcarbamylase deficiency. Yes, I know that's quite a mouthful. (laughs) And that's a mouthful for an infant. You were diagnosed at a very, I mean, infancy, correct? Yes. Yeah. 
Can you explain to our listeners what UDC is and then kind of talk about how they got your diagnosis when you were so young? I know you weren't there, but I'm sure you heard this story. Yeah. So when I was a young infant, um, I became very sick um, and couldn't digest protein properly. Um, And I got rushed to the hospital at a young age because I couldn't keep anything down. Um, And my parents knew that there was something wrong. Um, So like any concerned parents, they rushed me to the emergency room. They tried to figure out what was wrong. And then after many, many doctors and nurses trying to figure out what was wrong, um, one doctor said, let's do a urotic acid uh, test and test her urine. And if it comes back that she has urotic acid in her urine, it means that she has this deficiency called urea cycle disorder, ornithine transcarbamylase deficiency, meaning her body cannot break down proteins properly because she's missing the proper enzymes in her body to break it down. Um, however, that being said, um, doesn't mean that it can't be treated with uh, medication, uh, but it is something that she will have for the rest of her life. And lo and behold, because of that doctor, um, they figured out what was wrong. Wow. I mean, your parents must have been so like scared and thankful at the same time to have found someone to diagnose you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I owe everything to that doctor. When you were diagnosed, what did that mean for like your overall lifespan, your, um, your care? How did your parents adjust when it came to like raising you? Yeah. So as growing up with this, it was a lot of management, um, a lot of meal prepping, a lot of like watching what I eat, um, a lot of making sure I don't go too long without sleeping, don't go like too long without eating, um, make sure I take in lots of calories. Um, because for people who have this medical condition, if you go too long without eating and sleeping, and those are all things that can uh, cause you to end up getting high ammonia, and then you can end up in the hospital uh, because of it, because you become very sick because of your high ammonia levels in your blood. Uh, so it was after many, many years of trying to find a balance, um, it was a lot of, like I said, meal prep, medication prep. Uh, just kind of getting a groove going and learning as I went. Um, And I think that was kind of how my parents did it as well. So Adam, we've actually had a few um, other mothers on the podcast who talked about like um, diseases that affect dietary um, and, you know, dietary restrictions. And it was, we got into this interesting conversation about like how you kind of forget like the small things when you don't have those restrictions, for instance, like going to school and having a kid's birthday party or having a sleepover? Like, what was that experience like for you? Yeah, I mean, obviously, my experience was different than, like, I would say the average person. Um, When I would go to sleepovers, I would have to, like, pack little snacks or, like, make sure that there was something that I could eat there, right? Or if I went to, like, a birthday party and say they were having pizza and there was like pepperoni it was like pepperoni pizza I had to make sure there was an alternative I could eat um so again it was a lot of like learning as I go um and because of it like I mean in a way I'm very grateful because it taught me to love cooking and embrace cooking um 
and it taught me to do like a lot of meal prepping on my own and like teach myself how to cook. Yeah, definitely some life skills at an early, early age. Everyone, all little kids are playing with like fake food and like Autumn's in the kitchen, you know, chopping up onions. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. What kind of treatments do you have to like go through? Because I believe you said your doctor said that she'll be on medication, you know, her whole life. What does that look like? Yeah. So um, every day I take a variety of different medications um, and I have like a medication that'll help. uh, And if I get any like ammonia in my system, it helps to keep it down. And if I like eat too much protein um, in a day, right, because I have to watch what I eat and how much protein I take in a day. Um, And then I take special vitamins and supplements to help with like my bones and um, because I'm missing certain things like dairy in my diet, right? Like, because dairy is like, like milk and like cheese and yogurt, all those things are all high in protein. So I'm not getting the essentials that I necessarily need to like grow like proper muscles and all that stuff. So I have a lot of substitutes in that sense. Um, and then I also like, I take like a blender drink every day. Um, I, I kind of call it, like, I call it my milk, but it's, I mean, it's got milk in it. Um, but it's a special blender drink that I've been taking from, oh my goodness, from the time I was an infant. So as long as I can possibly remember, um, I took it in bottles, like, uh, as a kid and, it has like everything from like well, this one powder that gives me all the vitamins and minerals and everything I need in my diet. Um, I have the other one that helps to keep my any ammonia down in, in my system. Um, and then the rest is just like the milk is there for like my bones and stuff, all that kind of thing. And then I just have to, like I said, it's just a balancing act of watching what I'm taking in and then making sure I'm taking everything. Now, UCD can be pretty dangerous from our research. I mean, it's very basic research we do and and, um, guests come on. But could you describe to our listeners what makes UCD dangerous? Yeah, so um, I think the thing that people don't understand with this condition is um, a lot of people look at it and think it's like very similar to like an allergy, right? Like, oh, you're allergic to protein or something. Um, when really that's not the case, uh, what it is, is for me, when I eat protein and if I eat too much protein throughout a day, um, uh, or again, if I go too long without eating or sleeping or taking in calories, my body will start eating the muscle in my body and muscles, pure protein. And it becomes like this toxic effect where it does the same thing. And then it travels through your system and you get high ammonia. Um, in your bloodstream and high ammonia causes you to become sick so you start vomiting you get really bad headaches um, you get like you don't know where you are so simple things like I wouldn't know like my name or my address or like who I live with you like and the worst thing is is if you leave it too long you can actually slip into a coma and then after that you can even potentially like die from it if you let it go too long because once your ammonia level gets so high that it's uncontrollable and you don't know where you are and you become lethargic and you can't keep calories down and you're throwing everything up, you have to get to the hospital because if you don't, you have a small window of time before it'll just keep building up and building up and then it'll travel in your bloodstream and go up to your brain and it becomes um, 
toxic to your brain. Um, and it floats until it turns into nitrate and then nitrate travels to your brain, which is lethal to your brain. So yeah, that's just, that's just wow. a short breakdown. <laughs> wow. That's, that is, um, that is a lot. How many people are living with this? Do you know? Um, off the top of my head, I don't know. Uh, but I know I have myself live in Canada. I live in Bonneville, so I'm just outside of Toronto, and I only know one person that lives close, or two people now, actually, sorry, that live close to me that have it. And um, I met them through, like, some online groups and stuff, but that was after many, many, many years of not knowing anyone that had it. Like, um, like even, like other people that like I knew one other person that had it and she lived in like uh Virginia and um but other than that I knew no one like there was no one that I was aware of wow so have you found a like a community or um how have you been kind of handling all this I mean you're 28 you're young you're living your best life (laughs) yeah um so, I mean, thank God for the internet, right? Like, uh, <laughs> preach good, like good contacts. And because of, um, I will say, Cycle Foundation, uh, I've been able to connect with some pretty amazing people. Um, and also because of people like my social worker at the hospital, I've been also able to connect with people through them. Um, and it's just kind of built from there. And because I'm also making it a goal of mine to get more involved in like work for this medical condition, um, I've met even more people. Um, and if it, if they don't necessarily have the exact same thing as me, they have another version of it. Um, and we like we still connect and we talk and. I mean, I think that's one of the amazing things about this, you know, rare disease, chronic illness community is exactly that, right? That we can all be going through something slightly different, but we also all get it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So what are your hopes for the future when it comes to UCD? Well, my, I would love to one day be able to either myself or someone else. And if that's not a possibility, like one of my biggest goals would be to, um, I would love to see them to come out with uh, an ammonia blood test kit uh, where it's kind of like similar to a diabetic where you can test your own blood at home. Because um, that's one thing with this medical condition is in order to actually tell when the levels are really high, I uh, blood test done at a lab somewhere. Um and it has to be a certain lab where they test for that. So, Would that be similar to like how like diabetics take their blood sugar? Yes, very similar. Um, it's, so, yeah, it's very similar, but it's also different because it's harder. It's harder to get an accurate reading um, with those machines. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I would love to be able to see something in the future where. Because that would be such a huge help to so like I know so many people that 
they would just say, I, I know they would absolutely agree and say that would be such a huge help and like a huge um, weight off their shoulders. You know that like every time you feel a little bit off, you feel a little bit sick, or you know that like you're having symptoms that may be related to your medical condition, you don't necessarily have to go rushing to the emergency room and sit in the emergency room um, and wait. Uh, because the thing is, if you're going to that high, you have to sit there, and then they have to give you an IV and try and bring it down, and then they just keep passing the blood to make sure it's not elevated. Either. Well, folks, you heard it here first. Autumn Prince, she's going to be doing big things. I think I hear an invention coming. What do you think? You're going to you're going to invent it. Um, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you never know, right? can't make any promises but i'll try you know what it only takes one person um, to stand up and create change so you know that's exactly what you're doing sharing your story what are your plans for 2021 um with udc and oh my gosh i udc i live in dc so that's like the letters are getting so mixed up sorry cut um is there anything else you want me to cover I don't think so. Making this anything? No, I think I. Yeah, I don't think we missed anything. Well, you may not be making inventions this year, but what are your goals for twenty twenty one when it comes to UCD and your life? Um. Yeah. So I would say uh, just like working to improve my health and well being as far as uh, living with. UCD and then also I would say to just get involved as much as I can and help in any way that I can um, and connect with as many people as I possibly can and share my story. I love it. Where can people find you so that they can connect with you about UCD or any other rare um, or chronic disease? Yes, you can find me at my Instagram, um, Facebook, or you can even hit me up at Twitter. And as always, friends, I went ahead and put those in the show notes for you so you can click, click, click. Autumn, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your story with us and our listeners. You never know how helpful your story can be to someone listening in a similar situation or someone who is newly diagnosed. Thank you for having me. And for all of those who tune in every week, thank you for listening and continuing to help us bridge the gap between rare disease and the rest of the world. Until next time, live large and stay rare. Catch us next week for another episode. To continue the conversation about rare disease and all the unknowns that comes with it, join our Facebook group. Want even more rare? Become a VRP member on Patreon and learn more about our stories or how to share yours by visiting bwspod.com.